nog een kom wil ek vir allemaal welkom sê vanmorgen in die kerk. So welcome to everybody, especially for those listening in through our YouTube channel. May God bless you wherever you are. Geseende dag vir allemaal wat ook inluister oor ons YouTube kanaal. Het is vir ons lekker dat dit op hierdie mooie koue sondag dat ons by mekaar kan wees, maar ons weet ook dat as ons by mekaar gekom het, dan stel ons ons ook oop dat die Heere met ons praat. So, coming together is always important for us. We are busy during the week and then on a Sunday when we assemble here, it is a good time for us to reflect on our lives and also to reflect on where God is working and the things God wants to add to our lives. So dis lekker vir my om te sien ons kinders is hier so, die skoofvakantie is nog aan die gang so geniet het. Ek hoop jylle slaap een bykie laat in die ochende, kry jylle dit reg. Nee, moet jylle mocht vroeg opstaan, dis nie lekker nie. That's not good to get up early in the holidays. We must talk to the house parents that they let you sleep a little longer. Eh? <laughs> but welcome everybody. You've seen our announcements on our screen and the people having their birthday, celebrating their birthday. It's wonderful to know that, that God is with us and that God gives us a new year when we celebrate His goodness in our lives. Happy birthday to everybody if you celebrate your birthday this week. Ek het verlede week vergeet om te sê van die pannenkoeken. Ons, ons kan lekker pannenkoeken koop na die dienst in die saal. So remember, the pancakes are available and it's only six rand for a pancake. Where will you get that? It's cheap, eh? And uh, if you buy uh, more or 30, you, 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 uh, or, or 30 rand for six, that's a good bargain. And we'll say thank you for Susanne, what for us the pannenkoek always so lekker bak. She is the pannenkoek tani. Thank you, Susanne, that you did for us. And then, the name for us for the prayer request list, it's a long list because it's wonderful for us to stand in the gap for each other. When people are going through difficult and, and trying times, it is wonderful to, to know that we have each other and that we put each other before God for help, for answers and also for healing when there's people who are sick. So we pray for people. Dis al die afkondigings wat ek onder ons aandag wil bring. Ons aanvangswoord vanmorgen is is een woord wat um, ons responsief sal doen. Ek gaan sekere woorde lees wat ook op die skerm staan en dan kan jylle as gemeente lede antwoord. So the commencing word is responsive. I read as the liturgist certain things, the words are on the screen and then you respond as congregation. Liewe gemeente lid, Die Heere gee om vir alle mense. Hy wacht nie dat ons eerste roep voordat hy ons red nie. Toe ons nog verloren was in ons gebrokenheid en in ons zonde, toe het God al na ons toe gekom. Jesus lived among us. He conquered death to lead us into life. This is the reason for our coming together in worship this morning. 
He is worthy of all the honor and praise. And also for you and me to receive his blessing. So, just as you are, here you and I and the world, we are before God to receive his blessings. God is with you because you are his child. He loves you dearly. He will never forsake you. The triune God, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit embraces you with his love. Die drie enige God omkring vir jou en vir my met liefde, genade en hoop. Amen. Amen. So we are so blessed. And this morning, although our organist Andres is not with us, we've got his recording. So we will sing along with him this morning. I'll praise him. Light of this world of the world. Light of the world. You stepped down into darkness and you opened our eyes so that we can see. You and I can sing this together as a confirmation of our faith, that Jesus is the light of the world. He came and he changed all darkness into light. We may stand when we sing this with Andres. Sunday we also spend some time just to um, contemplate on where we are in our spiritual lives and this morning we are going to contemplate on a the verse from our scripture reading also 
that, it, that comes from Luke chapter 10, verse 27. Uit Lukas hoofstuk 10, vers 27, kom die, die wonderlijke samenvatting van waar het gaan in jou en my en in ons levens. We have to consider what is the essence of our relationship with God. What is the essence of, of being a child of God? Listen to Luke chapter 10 verse 27. Jy moet die Heere jou God liefhe met jou hele hart en met jou hele siel en met jou hele verstand. Jy moet ook jou naaste liefhe yourself. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. So this is the summary of you, your life and my life before God. So if we have to love God with all of our heart, it means the heart is the place where we take decisions. Normally we think that the heart is the place where we love, but that's also true. But when the Bible talks about heart, the Bible means the place we take decisions. So if, if we have to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, it is where do I, do I love God through the decisions that I take? So, hart is die plek van my kieses. Secondly, love God with all your soul. So the soul equals who you are. So in the Bible, there's no difference between the soul and the person. So what it means is with with all I have, everything God gave me, my personality, um, my special abilities and gifts, this is how I should love God. And therefore, he continues, Jesus, when he says this, with all my strength, and my strength, of my kracht, as jy die Heere met jou hele verstand seel, en jou, jou, jou kracht moet lief he, Dan, dan beteken dit dat jy God lief het met, met dit wat jou vermoens is. We must love God with our abilities. What did God give you that is so special, that, that's different from other people? That special gifts. So, this is now the question for you and me. Do we love God completely? Or do we just keep certain things to God and certain things to ourselves? Let us be open. And this is the reason why on a Sunday when we come together for time for reflection, it's, it's the time be between you and God personally. So just for a few moments, if you hear this, these words this morning, I have to love God with all my heart, my soul, my strength, my abilities, and my mind. Is it true of you and me this morning? Let us consider that just for a few moments. You can close our eyes and bow our heads before God. Amen. 
And now we can pray the following prayer together. I will read it to you, a prayer of confession. Barmhartige Christus, U het die liefde vir ons gewaas in geneesing, vergifnis en gerechtigheid. Dier die self te gee aan ons en vir ons in U lewe en opstanding. Toch is ons stadig om te vergewe en om te dien. Ons wil eers ons eie behoeftes bevredig hee voordat ons na ander omsien. Ons gee nie van ons self nie, maar kies om eder ons veiligheid, gemak en voorrechte te behou. Vergewe ons, genees ons, leer ons om levens van medeleie en barmhartigheid te leef in naakvolging van u voorbeeld, Jesus Christus. Compassionate Christ, you have shown your love in works of healing, forgiveness and justice, and by giving yourself to us and for us in your death and resurrection. Yet, we are slow to love and to serve. We seek to have our own needs met before caring for the needs of others. We fail to give ourselves and we choose instead to preserve our own safety, comfort and privilege. Forgive us. Heal us. And teach us to live lives of compassion, following your example, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So while we, we stay seated, let us pray the following prayer together, that we will know where there is love and where there is kindness, there is God our Lord. So if we are capable to love, we put God present in a situation. So what our liefde is, and what our dearness is, what our omgee is, what our genade is, there is God, want God is liefde. And as ek en jy dit kan doen, dan, dan gee ons liefde, in ons woord liefde vir mekaar. So let us sing that, Andres, we sing with Andres recording, and we can repeat it twice. Ubi caritas, that is the Latin for where there is love. You, we, we may stay seated while we pray this together.
Heavenly Father, thank you that you invited us in the circle of your love this morning. And as we are together as your children, we can consider our lives and we can consider the way that we love. And thank you that you show us where we lack love. Help us to be courageous enough to put your love and grace in places where there is hate, where there is rejection, and where there is pain. As we are about to read from your word this morning, we ask your blessings on this word. Come Holy Spirit, and share with us the message that we have to hear and help us to carry this me message through during the rest of our lives so that we can make you proud that we are your children. Om saam te kom, Heere, is ons so groot voorig, want die bind ons in liefde alreeds, en die het al klaar vir ons kom sien met, met sulke mooie, wonderlijke, insluitende liefde. Dankie dat die liefde altyd insluit en nie uitsluit nie. Dankie dat die liefde intrek en nooit afstoot nie. Dankie dat die liefde vir ons die moed en die kracht gee om daar vir mekaar te kan wees. Hier is ons nou, die kinders, en ons luister na die woord, en ons ontvang dit as een siening van uit die hand van more. Amen. So, our scripture reading is the very familiar piece of the Good Samaritan, or the, the Baramhartige Samaritan. Luke chapter 10 verse 25. There was a wet wat aan Jesus a strik vraag wou stel. Hy staan toe op en vraag, Meneer, wat moet ek doen om die eeuwige lewe te verkry? Jesus sê vir hom, Wat staan in die wet van Mooses geskrywe? Wat lees jy daar? Hy antwoord, Jy moet die Heere jou God lief met jou hele hart, en met jou hele siel, en met al jou kracht, en met jou hele verstand, en jou naaste soos jouself. Jy het recht geantwoord, sê Jesus vir hom. Doen dit, en jy sal die lewe verkry. Maar, die wetgeleerde wou homself handhaaf en vraag vir Jesus, En, wie is my naaste? Jesus gaan toe nader daarop in door te sê, Toe een man eenmaal op pad was van Jerusalem af na Jericho toe, het rovers om aangeval. Hy het om kaal uitgetrek en om geslaan dat hy half dood bly le en toe pad gegeen. Dit gebeur toe daar een priester met daar die pad langs kom en toe hy hom sien, gaan hy ver langs voorbij. Net so het daar ook een lefiet by die plek gekom en toe hy hom sien, gaan hy ook ver langs voorbij. Maar, een Samaritaan wat op reis was, het, het op hom afgekom en toe hy hom sien, het hy hom innig jammer gekry. Hy het na hom toe gegaan, sy wonde met olie en wijn behandel, en hulle verbind. Toe het hy hom op sy rijdier gehelp, en hom na een herberg toe geneem, en hom daar verder versorg. Die volgende dag, haal hy twee muntstukke uit, en gee dit aan die eienaar van die herberg, en sê, Sorg vir hom, en as jy meer onkoste met hom het, sal ek jou betaal wanneer ek hierlands terugkom. 
Wie van hierdie drie is volgens jou die naaste van hom wat onder die rovers verval het? Die wetgeleerde antwoord. Die man wat aan hom medeleie bewys het. Toe sê Jesus vir hom, gaan maak jy ook so. One day, an expert in religious law stood up and test Jesus by asking him this question. Teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus replied, what does the law of Moses say? How do you read it? The man answered, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. Right, Jesus told him. Do this and you will live. The man wanted to justify his actions, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied with this story. A Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho, and he was attacked by bandits. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him up, and left him half dead beside the road. By chance, a priest came along. But when he saw the man lying there, he crossed on the other side of the road and passed him by. A temple assistant, a Levite, walked over and looked at him lying there. But he also passed by on the other side. Then a despised Samaritan came along and when he saw the man, he felt completely passion for him. Going over to him, the Samaritan soothed his wounds with oil, olive oil and wine and bandaged them. Then he put the man on his own donkey and took him to an inn where he took care of him. The next day, he handed the innkeeper two silver coins telling him, take care of this man. If his bill runs higher than this, I'll pay you the next time I'm here. Now, which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man who was attacked by the bandits? Jesus asked. The man replied, The one who showed him mercy. Then Jesus said, Yes, now go and do the same. Here ends this parable of Jesus and also the gospel of the good news to everybody who, who's, who's got ears to listen to you and me on this beautiful morning. Can we receive the gospel of Jesus? Amen. Amen. We receive this wonderful, beautiful parable. So a parable is like a story that Jesus tells. And it's very interesting that this is like a unit, the piece that we read this morning. The, the question of this expert in the law, this man that he was very good at the law, he knew it by heart. He came to Jesus and he wanted to test Jesus. So his question, as well as Jesus' answer, as well as the, the parable, forms one unit to give us the message, message that Jesus wanted to tell us. But it's interesting. This man, he comes to Jesus and he, he wants to actually charm Jesus or he once wanted to flatter Jesus, so he calls him teacher. Je weet, hy wil so'n bykie jening om Jesus' mond smeer. Sê, leermeester, because he thought 
that he was actually clever, more clever than Jesus. So he thinks, oh, if I pretend that I'm so humble, I will call him teacher. But actually, I know more than him because I know the law by heart. So he calls him teacher and he says, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Now, what must I do? And then Jesus is a very good teacher. I don't know if you also experience that in the class. When you ask a teacher something, they ask you a question back. They don't, they don't answer you. They, they answer you with a question. Have you ever uh, experienced that? Jy kom in die klas en jy vraag, meneer, jy vrou, so en so en so, dan vraag hulle jou een ander vraag, dan denk jy, huh. Why did Jesus do that? Jesus wanted to do that because he wanted him to think. He says, you come to me as this expert in the law, you, you know the law. Think, think for yourself. What does the law say? And then he answers perfectly. You know, it's like a, a little rhyme that he can say immediately. You have to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, everything, and you must love your neighbor as you love yourself. So he knew that, and he was quoting, you know, he quoted from Leviticus. Leviticus 19, to be sure. So he, he was really an expert in the law. So hy het sommer Leviticus goed geken, maar as hy Leviticus goed genoeg geken het, so hy geweet het, daar is al klare antwoord in Leviticus. Want in Leviticus staan daar, jy moet allemaal lief hee, ook die vreemde lange. So Leviticus already was very clear who you must love. What? must I do is actually what must I love? Who must I love? And the answer is I must love everybody. And it's already there. It's already in Leviticus, but he's testing Jesus. So that wasn't enough for this man. He thought, no, no, no. I want Jesus to tell me what are the limits because there must be limits. Isn't that so? You and I also want to have limits. If people continuously hurt you, there must be a point of, now I cut you off. That's human of us. So, ons allemaal so, ons wil allemaal, allemaal sê, wat is nou eindelijk die grense. Wanneer moet toch grense wees? Ek kan toch ons nou nie vir allemaal lief wees nie. Hoe is dit nou moendlik? Daar moet grense wees. And then, Jesus is so clever, he tells him a story. And you know, Jesus often taught very important principles by telling stories and we call them parables. Jesus vertel gelijkenis. En een gelijkenis is so mooi, die Afrikaans wil sê, dit is soos, dit is gelijk aan. So Jesus wil sê, wil jy nou weet, wat moet jy doen om die eeuwige lewe te kry? Dit is soos die volgende, dit is gelijk aan, een gelijkenis. A parable, it is a comparative, it is like. And then Jesus is very clever. He uses two characters that this man puts on a high pedestal. He uses two characters that this, this man admires and one that he despises. And he wants him to know that the one he despises is actually the one acting, doing what must I do? The one he he doesn't love, actually hates him. He's doing the right thing. So the first one is the priest. So this expert in the law, oh, this is a good example. There's a man, he's been attacked by robbers, he lies there naked and, and nearly dead. 
First pass the very important priest. The man would put this a priest on a high pedestal. And what does this priest do? He passes him by. And it's very interesting because Jesus ex explicitly said he was traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho. Not from Jericho to Jerusalem because if, if it was from Jericho to Jerusalem, he could have had an excuse to say, no, I'm on my way to the, to the temple so I cannot touch anybody that's sick or whatever because then I won't be pure when I enter the temple. So actually, it's even worse. He comes from church. He, he comes from the temple. And he looks the other way. The second one, also a very important person that he could admire because you had the priests working in the temple and then you had the Levites and they helped in the temple. They were the people that helped with the offerings and everything else. So he also passes by. He went on the other side. And then comes the man that this expert in the law would, would actually despise, a Samaritan. Because who was a Samaritan? Samaritan was actually... Um, uh, uh, despised by the Jews because the Jews were very very important people because they, they, they thought we are from pure blood now this Samaritan was from a mixed blood and this man comes and he he does what do what must I do? He does what Jesus wants us to do. He does love. Can we say it like that? He does love. I do liefde. Die een van wie hy die minste dit verwag, die een wat hy eindelijk nou moet haat en op sy skuif en eindelijk uh, sy nees voor optrek, hy is die ene. So, Jesus weiß eigentlich, was ist die Gebrek an Liefde und was ist die wertliche Liefde? So, with two examples, the priest and the Levite, Jesus shows lack of love and the one that they least expected from shows us what is love. So sometimes, it's easy for us to admire certain people. And we do that. And we put people on pedestals. And then they start acting not according to love. And then they lose all our respect. Isn't that so? And, and it's so sad to say this to you and me this morning. We need role models in our society. We want to look up at our leaders and then they fail us because there's a lack of love. They do not do love. And the people from whom we least expected, they do all the loving. Look at our country. We expect from politicians that we must look up to them and they must do the right things. But then they go and they show us corruption and all those terrible things. And in, if you go to the ordinary people and you see how they care for each other, how they do love, how they couldn't care, but they share the little that they have and they give and they care for each other. Isn't that so terrible? That the people that we put on pedestals, the people we expect to show us and be the role models of what love should be, we don't find it with them. And there's a lack of caring because they live with the 
with the boundaries of me, myself, I. It's just all about me. And the good Samaritan, the barmhartige Samaritan, kom wees wat liefde is. So, in church, you know, we can very easily fall in this trap that we think that if I accepted Jesus Christ, if I can just praise and worship Him, if I can just have my own prayers on my own, that is enough. Because we set our own boundaries. We set our boundaries that we say, they, they should, should be boundaries of love. And then we think we're okay. And we forget that Jesus doesn't say, what do you have to believe to enter into God's heaven? But what do you have to do? Obviously, we should know things in church. We should know about who, who God is and, and, and how to be saved. And though that, 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 that goes without saying. But knowledge alone isn't enough. We must do what we know. And that is the yellow thing from Jesus. Well, eigenlijk in hierdie, hierdie gelijkenis wil hy vir, vir hierdie mense, vir sy disciples en vir allemaal kom wees om te sê, jylle leef nie met genade nie. Jesus sê, ek het gekom om genade te wees, jylle het gekom om grense te maak. So it's a big difference. Jesus tells, there's no boundaries in my love. But you want to me to, to set boundaries and you want me to have preconditions of grace and Jesus says for the grace and the love of God there's no boundaries there's no preconditions in that sense everybody is equal equal in receiving the grace and the love of God but you see this is the trap of of us, the church people and the church-going group, we, we think if we just do the, uh, uh, you know, keep our knowledge and those things intact, if I know how to be saved, if, if I know certain verses from the Bible, if I praise and worship, if I do this, that is enough. And then we are just like that priest. We leave this church. We just like that Levite. We leave the church and then Jesus asks us, but what must I do? What are you doing? Are you doing love? Or are you just concentrating on me, myself, I? I am saved. Thank God I'm saved. I'm okay. My, it is well with my soul. But the world still stays in shambles. And the world needs role models and we put people on pedestals and then we do not see that they are doing love. We do not see that they are doing God's grace. So, that's why it's easy for us when we read this parable to actually, because it's so obviously that we don't see it, that I cannot just Pro profess or proclaim and say, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus, I believe this and this and this. But nobody can see that in the way I handle and act. So it's easy to talk, you know that expression, talk is easy, but money buys the whiskey, so that's a difficult parable there. No. Het is makkelijk om te praat. Het is makkelijk om lang beleidenisse in een kerk af te lee en hier te kom en God te loof en te prijs. Maar wat het saak maak, buitenkant, hoe ek leef, daar is nie liefde nie, daar is nie genade nie. 
And that is what Jesus for uns verweist. So actually, when I went through this parable, I, I saw that there were 12 verbs of doing. And I just want to repeat that with you and me this morning. To show us that we cannot just express our faith in talking. Oh, I believe this, I believe that. But if there's no action, then all my talk is for nothing. And all the things that I say is blowing in the wind. People will, will tell me, show me your faith. What is this Samarian, what did he do? And, and, and it's interesting because he, uh, the, the first question is, what must I do? Teacher, what should I do? And then Jesus said, do this and you will live. And then Jesus ends by saying, the one that is doing this will receive, re receive eternal life. So, so what, what are these um, verbs? Let me quickly run through it. The first one, the Samaritan felt pity, deep compassion. First, he felt deep compassion. So you and I can test ourselves while I, while I go through these verbs. Na? Het ons nog medelijen met mense se swaar kry? Compassion, medelijen. Felt compassion. He approached. He went closer. The priest and the Levite, they went further. Na? Hy het ingegaan. Hy het nader gegaan. And it's so easy for us to close our, our eyes because for, for the pain and the difficulty of people in this world. He went closer. He approached him. He bandaged the wounds. He, he became so involved that he didn't say, oh, shall any, anybody who can come and, and, and fix these wounds, please? No. He did that. And by touching, the healing process starts. By becoming closer to one another, healing starts. He poured olive oil and wine over the wounds. He went further. He helped him on his donkey. He took him to the inn. And, and an inn is like a... Hotel, eh? He took him to the hotel. While he was there, he took care of him. Then, when he left, he took his money, two silver coins. And apparently, when I read about this, they say it was um, uh, very expensive because those silver coins were equal to, to a year's salary. So he gave the innkeeper two silver coins. But he went even further and he says, I give this to you, but if I come back and there's a so uh, shortage, I will reimburse you. And then he showed us with 12 verbs what is caring. So, let's just start with the first thing. Do we still recognize the pain and the suffering of other people? Or are we so narrow-minded, we just live for ourselves, we just have li like little um, concentrate on me, myself, I. I just have to survive, I just have to just Is it that ons met hierdie oogklappe lewe? Dis die eerste vraag. Dan is die tweede vraag. Het ons grense? Where do we put our boundaries? Do we say, I will only help somebody that's also a Christian. I will only help 
somebody that's the same as me. I will only help the people of my same race. I will only help the people that speak my language. Because this was the original question of this expert in the law. He was asking, oh, teacher, teach me. What are the boundaries? And then Jesus showed him, there are no boundaries. So, are we sensitive to the, to the distress and the needs of others? Do you and I have boundaries? And that's a difficult one. Because, you know, there was this little pop song a few years ago. All of you are, I think, too young to remember that one. That would say... I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. Can you remember that song? I, d I don't even know who sang it. <laughs> but this is our problem. We will say, I will do anything for love, but I won't do that. And Jesus says, no. There's no boundaries. There's no boundaries for his grace. Because he is our example. And then... Listen, we can also just throw money at a problem. Not that we are rich in this church, but, you know, a lot of us think, oh, if, if I give some money, then I did my part. But this, the, then we can rather equate ourselves to the Levite or the priest. We're on the other side of the road throwing money, whoop, over. And then we think, hmm, now I've done my part. And then I am not involved at all. And we know that a lot of rich companies do that. At the end of the year they think, oh yeah, now I can get a tax refund if I throw money to some, some type of welfare organization. Where can I give my money? But then they're not even involved. So are we involved? And this is the question. No boundaries. Only love. So what is Jesus asking us through this parable? And that is the center. Love God, love neighbor. Do love. No boundaries. Just love. And Jesus says, do this and you will love. Do this and you will live with peace in your mind for eternity. So we can try the the examples of the priest and the Levite, or we can become involved like the Samaritan. Is Jesus asking something of you maybe today? Is Jesus showing you maybe that tricky, very difficult thing because we don't want to hear that, that in our minds we already made our boundaries? That we will say, I will only love certain people. I will only do good to certain people. I will only give to certain. And remember, we need, the world needs role models of real love. We look at politicians, we look at a lot of people that we, we want to respect and want to put on pedestals and then we see the lack of compassion, we see the lack of love, we see the lack of kindness. But my prayer is that if God and the world look at us, they will say, oh, those people in Brixton, they are doing love. Shall we, 
So we ask God to help us to have no boundaries and to be gracious and loving to everybody. Can I ask that on your and my behalf before God this morning? And then I will pray that. Let us bow our heads. Lord God, with humble hearts, we come before you and ask you that you will help us to notice all the distress, all the pain, and all the needs of people that you put on our path. And that you will help us not to be like the Levite and the priest, that we will walk on the other side. Help us to get involved. Help us that we will take the needs of other people serious. And that we will be like this Samaritan. That we will come with the oil and the wine of your grace and be part of the healing of this world. Hier is ons Heere, help vir ons om die waagmoed te hee, om alle mense in nood raak te sien, en help dat ons ook die moed sal hee om te sien waar ons ons eie grense getrek het. Help, help dat ons al sê, dat ons op alle vlakke vir alle mense u verteenwoordiger sal wees. Sien ons Heere, as ons u voorbeeld volg. Amen. And now our closing hymn is that beautiful hymn where we ask that, that we will be cha uh, uh, channels of the peace of God. Laat hier u vrede en die liefde dier my vloei. Make me a channel of your peace. We can stand when we sing the last. Laat 
in the hall for everybody and as I bless you now I bless you with this knowledge that you and I will go and you and I will do love and we will follow the, the example of Jesus gaan jyn en doen die voorbeeld van Jesus dier liefde vir amal en vir alles te lewe Amen. Amen. Amen.